Thank you for listening to the Dr. Evka podcast, which by the way, I'm very thankful for. If you are listening to this podcast, then you probably know somebody who has a young child with food allergies. Food allergies come in three forms. There's the non-IGE mediated uh, ones where you get more of a little bit of a delayed reaction. You have the IGE mediated reactions where within minutes of eating the trigger food, you're going to have symptoms. And then you can have a combination of both. If you have the IGE mediated food allergies, doctors are most likely going to be prescribing the medication epinephrine. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the ins and outs of epinephrine. Here you go. Hi, I'm Dr. Evka, the mom at the playgroup who's in charge of the food and the lecture series empowering other mothers when something seems off with their children, sharing mindset work when it comes to motherhood, medicine made understandable, and mastery of your child and who that child is when they have food intolerances, feeding challenges, or other of your concerns. You've heard that I'm a family doctor feeding physician, a life coach, a nutritionist, and a best-selling author. But if you ask me, I will tell you, I'm another mom just like you, and I'm your friend. Just remember that this information is being shared for educational purposes only and some of it's opinion-based. If you have a specific medical concerns, please see your regular doctor. That's not me. Let's start with an experiment. Go to the supermarket and buy a soft drink with lots of caffeine in it. Also buy sugar. Tons of it. Maybe like a pound. And an energy drink. Now, go paper it and go back home. Mix all these together in your kitchen with a mixing spool. And I'm assuming you already have a mixing bowl and a cup right out. Make sure that you include loads and loads of sugar in this concoction. Swirl the soft drink, the energy drink, and the sugar. Swirl, swirl, swirl. Make sure that the mixture's thick because of how much sugar it has. Now drink that. It's all food, right? People eat sugar and drink soft drinks and energy drinks every day. Nothing unusual about that even though it has plenty of caffeine, sugar, and energy drinks. Nothing unusual about that, right? Okay, don't do it! You'll feel sick if you do it. Your heart will go really fast. You will feel chest palpitations. In fact, you may get chest pain. You may feel restless. You might have nausea. You might have vomiting. This feeling can last for hours. It might land you in the emergency department if you really feel sick. Not fun. If you decide by chance to do this, which I don't recommend, then you will know how it feels to take epinephrine. This is the feeling that some people get when they take epinephrine. Only difference is the energy concoction won't save your life. Epinephrine will save your life if you are in the middle of a severe allergic reaction. Plus, the effects of epinephrine won't last for hours like taking this crazy concoction might. The half-life of epinephrine is minutes, people, minutes. The crazy concoction that I had you create will last in your body for 60 minutes, 70 minutes, 80 minutes, hours. You will likely feel much sicker for much longer with the sugar, caffeinated soft drink, energy drink concoction than you will be 
if you take epinephrine because epinephrine doesn't stay in your body for that long. Why are some of us more comfortable making a drink concoction like this as opposed to taking a medication? Epinephrine can save you or your child's life. Let's discuss epinephrine. Let's say that you just went to your doctor's office because your child has repeated episodes of allergy type rash or difficulty breathing each time that they eat a specific food. You think that's food allergies and you ask the doctor, what do I do? The doctor prescribes epinephrine. You're sent on your way. You go to a drive through at the pharmacy and do not talk to the pharmacist because the pharmacist is not available to do a consultation at the moment or I don't know why. Well, what now? You have this prescription for epinephrine, but what do you do with it? I'm going to talk to you all about it. Remember that I focus on the parents of children with limited diets. What is one cause of limited diets? Food allergies. I need to discuss this information with you because epinephrine or epinephrine are often prescribed and people can be scared of this medicine. I want to discuss the medication epinephrine in order to help calm down a person's fear. Remember how at the beginning of this episode I spoke about how the pharmacist gave you epinephrine that the doctor had prescribed for your child? The epinephrine came in the little brown bag. You opened up the bag and looked at the medication. You saw not just one medication, you saw two medications in the bag. Two epinephrine auto injectors in the bag. It's like you got a two for one deal. How come? Was the pharmacy just being especially generous? Why did the pharmacist give you two of them? Was one supposed to be meant for the car while another one for home? No. The goal is for the child to have both other injectors with them at all times. How come? Let's look at this from a practical standpoint. I'll give you four reasons why epinephrine medication comes in sets of two other injectors and no. One of them is not that the pharmacy felt sorry for you and wanted to give you a free deal. Okay, so here are my four reasons why auto injectors come in sets of two. First, if your child doesn't have the medication next to them, how are they going to be able to use it? You have to bring the medication with you wherever you go. Easier said than done for someone who misplaces their items. So how do you remember? Put the medications and a key finder in the same insulated bag. I would recommend a well-insulated bag as the medication doesn't work as well at extreme temperatures. Store the epinephrine at room temperature, not in your car on a hot summer day or in a cold refrigerator. This brings me to my credit card story as um, my brother lives in a state where it gets to be 120 degrees outside during the summer. When I'm over there, I feel like I'm melting. And one day, for two hours, he left his credit card in the car. Two hours later, he came back and the credit card was melted. Things happen at 120 degrees. It's best not to store the epinephrine at 120 degrees. If you, by accident, leave it in your car, even though you're not supposed to, it's best to have it in an insulated bag. And if you leave it in the car for that long, call the manufacturer. Second, why should you bring two other injectors with you? 
What if one of the epinephrine other injectors fails and you are dealing with a life or death situation? You better hope that you have a second epinephrine next to you that is properly functioning. All right, number three. What's the third reason? You should call 911 after giving the epinephrine. Even after get the giving the epinephrine, you may still be dealing with life-threatening situation. When you call 911, an ambulance is supposed to come and take your child to the hospital. But there's a little problem with some of the ambulances in some of the towns I know. Not all ambulances carry epinephrine, especially in auto-injector form at the right dose. In that case, you'll be glad that you have an extra epinephrine with you. By the way, if you wind up in the situation where you have to call 911, let them know that your child is having an allergic reaction and you would like to have an ambulance that carries epinephrine to appear at the scene. 911, 911, my child is having an allergic reaction and we need epinephrine to appear in the ambulance. Got it? Good. Fourth, what if the first injection of epinephrine doesn't work as well as you'd like? What if you inject the first epinephrine and five to ten minutes later, your child still has difficulty breathing and hives that keep on spreading all over the body? There are many situations where you wind up having to give both doses of epinephrine going into a reaction. You don't know how many epinephrine injections you'll have to go through. You'll find out once the reaction is over, but not before. And remember that each epinephrine has a half-life where it stays in your body for minutes, not hours, for these prolonged reactions. It's good to have more than one. I like buy one, get two deals. All right, back to my story. You look at the brown bag that has the prescription of epinephrine within it. In which form do you think the actual epinephrine medication comes in? Is it A or B? Does it come as A, a liquid, or B, a solid pill? If your answer is A, then you're correct. Almost all epinephrine comes as a liquid solution. The trick is you need to get this liquid solution into the muscles in the other thigh. You can't just rub the solution into your thigh. Rubbing the solution into your thigh will put the solution on the surface of the skin, but it won't get into the muscle. To get the solution into the muscle, you need to inject it into there. There are a few ways that you can get this liquid epinephrine solution into the muscles. First, you can buy a needle and a syringe. You can draw out the correct amount of epinephrine from the vial and then inject it into the muscle. That's the old-fashioned way, but some families still use this method because it can be cheaper. Buying epinephrine solution in a jar along with syringe and needles can be much cheaper than getting epinephrine that's already prepackaged and ready to be syringed. Don't get me started on the topic of medical disparities. When you have the syringe, it's an extra step, and when you're dealing with a life-threatening allergic reaction, it's hard to remember exactly how much of the epinephrine you need to draw out from the vial and then you want to make sure that the needle that you use in there is big enough to go straight into that muscle even over close. That's why auto-injectors come in handy. Nowadays most people get epinephrine inside of an auto-injector because it's easier and many people have some kind of insurance that helps pay for it. 
The auto-injector is a medical device that has a needle on one end. It holds a particular dose of epinephrine medication, so there's no need to try to figure out the correct amount to give the child. Plus, the device can inject epinephrine directly into the muscles in your child's outer thigh, even if your child is wearing stockings, jeans, or pants. You just press hard on the device once you have it up against the outer thigh, and the device should be able to deliver the dose right into the muscles in the thigh. Talking about other injectors, let's say that you go up to your friend whose child has food allergies and ask to see their epinephrine other injector. You just look at it, you check it up and down, and it may like quite different from yours. The same dose of epinephrine medication can come in different other injector forms. These auto-injectors act to get the epinephrine into the body and they can look cylindrical, round, or even flattish. They can have needles that retract or that do not, so you have to be careful with those. You might be asking yourself, Hey doctor, how do I know that I'm administering the epinephrine correctly and how do I know when to administer it? These are two very good questions. Now for commercial interruption, I have new freebies, new free things for you on the Dr. Evka website. D-O-C-T-O-R, of course you know how to spell doctor, E-V-K-A, or the website of the feeding physician. Go enjoy them. All right, commercial over. Let's get back to regular programming. Let's say that you go up to your friend who has an epinephrine auto-injector for her child. You ask her, how do I get this auto-injector to work? She answers, here, let me show you. She pulls out her auto-injector and realizes that hers looks very different from yours. She's really not sure how to get yours to work. The cool thing about epinephrine auto-injectors is that they all work in basically the same way. Push the auto-injector firmly against your child's outer thigh and it should automatically do its job most of the time. Despite this though. It's good to know exactly how your device works. To figure this out, either schedule a visit with a prescribing doctor for soon or call the manufacturer. They will likely be able to direct you to a series of videos that can help show you exactly how to use your device. Now, the question becomes of when to use the medication. Most doctors recommend that you err on the side of caution. It's better to give the epinephrine even when you don't think that it might be needed. That's because studies have shown that you want to stop an IgE-mediate food allergy right in its tracks before it becomes more serious. You hear of young children who have died from their reaction to specific trigger foods and you hear their parents' biggest regrets. Not giving the epinephrine soon enough. Don't live a life of regret! When do you know that it's time for your child to get epinephrine? You already know that the child has food allergies. The doctor has prescribed epinephrine. You might not even know what the child ate. You don't always know what the child ate, but your child has shortness of breath, a weak pulse, hives, trouble breathing, trouble swallowing, or skin swelling. Your child coughs repeatedly. They start to talk funny as their voice sounds different. They seem generally off. Their skin develops raised red rashes. They pee and poo, and it's not in the toilet. It's during the allergic reaction. 
If you see an allergic reaction starting to happen, it's best to stop it in its tracks. You're going to do that through the use of epinephrine. You're not going to be able to stop the reaction in its tracks if you use Benadryl, diphenhydramine, and antihistamine, another histamine blocker. Those medications do not help with the child's heart rate or blood pressure. But the epinephrine does. Yeah! All right, that's enough for now. Any questions? If you do have questions, contact me on my website, drevka.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-E-V-K-A.com. Uh, the website of the feeding physician, right at the top, right in the header, there's a contact me section. I'll try to comment right back. Also, if you're listening to this episode as a podcast, please review it. Five stars for good measure if you really like it, please. The more people that review it, the more likely other individuals are going to be able to listen to it too. So it really helps me out. Please. Thank you so much for another episode of the Feeding Handbook Podcast. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode. Bye. 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 Bye.